there and welcome to First and 15, the show that takes you round the UK Flag Football League. Today we talk to Jordan about the Outlaw Gunslingers and the OFL. Yeah, so um, yeah, new team. Um, well, I say new team. It's it's a lot of uh, a lot of faces for anyway. Um, just last year, just fell out of love a bit with the game. Um, and apart from obviously the Outlaw Flag League side of things, because you know. Absolutely love running that and uh, bringing sort of the community together. Um, I, you know, I, lo- I love my own personal branding, so I wanted to. Um, I've always wanted to have my own team anyway, so I thought probably the the best opportunity that I'm going to have. Um, we had a few people sort of from the Titans wanting to finish playing um, at the end of last season. Um, I managed to. Managed to keep them on for one more season, so um, to to play with the Gunslingers, um, yeah. So I think, um, yeah, I was falling a bit out of love with it, and uh, I think a few other people were as well. So I thought, right, I'm going to start my own team, and um, it originally started as it was just going to be a tournament team. Um, just going to enter a few sort of uh, enter the OFL and a few sort of here and there, um, and then. I got a push from the guys. Why don't we enter the league? And um, yeah, we managed to turn around our uh, affiliate process quite quickly, which was. Uh, I mean, as as a new team, it's a uh, a very well stacked team you've picked up there. I mean, there's players that haven't played flag for a while, like Adam Grimrod's come back over to you guys. Yeah, I think um, so Pat Lane from the Cougar, uh, from the Panthers as well. Yeah, that was uh, that, that was probably the biggest surprise. Um, I always I always held out hope um, for for Adam Grimrod. Um, I know he was I know he was sort of in the kitted side of the game. Uh, I think injuries didn't help, uh, but I was always hopeful that we would be able to acquire him. Uh, but yeah, Pat Pat Lane, um, I, I was just sort of speaking to him about next season. Um, and I, I, I sort of broached the question, you know, if he was interested, um, you know, would he be willing to make the, the travel? Um, always got on really well with Pat. And, um, yeah, and he, you know, he was really up for the challenge. I think, um, I think he, he made, I think he was, was falling a bit out of love with the game as well. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's kind of a similar theme really with, with a lot of the players we've got. So, um, really Good to have him um, on board. Uh, he obviously got a lot of experience running a team as well. Uh, I think he wanted to sort of step away from that aspect of it. Um, unfortunately, he's on uh, IR at the minute, uh, but we're hoping to to get him back sort of for the start of the season. So, well, this, this is your, for want of a better word, this is your your team's first season. Obviously, yes. I don't think anybody's really a rookie in your team. Um, <laughs> how's the training going? Is it all going well? Um, it's you know it's got its struggles um, as you you probably you you probably know it's you know it's nothing worse than getting you know six or seven people to a training session in the winter. Um, I think because typically our pre seasons have been quite good with the Titans because we had such a large squad of people. Um, you know you you know that on a um, on a Sunday, cold Sunday, you know at least with the Titans you're going to get sort of 
15 to 20 people. Um, so there's, you know, there's the opportunity there to, to put in a lot of work. So, um, you know, we're still putting in the work, uh, but it is, it is a lot more difficult um, with, with six or seven people, um, especially when it's, uh, you know, uh, training on Sunday, you know, a bit of rain and you get a few texts saying, oh, no, I can't make it and all this. So, um, but all the old excuses come out then. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's, uh, you can tell people are, uh, are looking forward to the summer already. But we've we've got a um, we've got a busy slate of games starting uh, tw- on the 24th. Um, we play every week then until the season starts. Um, so there will be, a, you know, be a bit of a struggle because we won't be able to work on anything um, in training. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be an interesting uh, sort of five five six weeks. You got buzzer bowl coming up as well. Are you going to be ready for that one? Uh, I, I think so. Yeah, I, we've had we've played six friendlies now. Um, not you know we've. N- it's not been the best, have to admit. We we won two, lost three, and drew one. Um, I think we're we're definitely ironing out the kinks, and we've got a we've got a QB battle at the minute between Adam Rabano and Adam Grimrod in training camp. So uh, it's um, yeah, and they're they're sort of splitting reps at the minute for the preseason, and uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see who makes the starter come come first week of the season. But yeah, Buzzard Bowl. Um, we've got a friendly week before that as well uh, with the Bedford Blackhawks. Um, so yeah, that'll be. Uh, I think that'll be where we sort of work on some things, and then hopefully for my Buzzard Bowl, we'll be we'll be ready to go. With the the Baffer season realignment, you've been put into the a lot of the, the London teams are well known, but you've also been predicted to go thirteen and one. That- 13 and 1 in the first season. Yeah, I think um I think it's possible, definitely. Um I have a I think because of uh being being in that division, we we know some of the teams we played uh, we played the Lucky Rs in the Brighton Tsunami tournament um last not last year, year before. Um we 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 come out of vict- victors there. Uh we've played the Werewolves quite a few times because we we originally as the Titans were put in the SEC in our first season when uh, when the showboats were in charge of the league alignment um, and then London Flash are a bit unknown really so I have a, I, I've got a split in the series with them one and one because uh, you know you don't know what to expect and obviously the success of London Smoke last year um, and I think yeah and I think the Going across cross conference as well with uh, with rugby raccoons yourselves um, on the rise and commentary cougars as well. I think I think we're going to have some tough matchups there. Um, I, I think thirteen and one is achievable. Obviously, I would l- love if we could go fourteen and zero, but um, you know we it's uh, we've got a small squad and injuries are, are bound to play a huge part in that. So. I mean, moving on to OFL. Last season was the was the first season you had the the north south split as well. That's correct. Yeah. Um, how did that all go? Do you know? Do you know what? I was I was pleasantly surprised to be honest. Um, I think there was there was uh, some room in the market to have a north division with teams not wanting to to travel down to Northampton. 
Uh, unfortunately, the weather was terrible this year. Uh, the first year we've had probably a lick of rain. Uh, I say lick. It was uh, it was a lot. It was a lot more than that. Um, and but no, it was it was it was really good. And I think having the guys from Warrington Revolution, Lewis Jordan and his team, that you know that really helped sort of my stress levels <laughs> with them managing a division. Um, and we got some good interest as well, which was which was good. We had some kitted teams, um, and I think we I think we'll potentially have more interest in the north uh, this season as well. I mean, the Warrington Revolution know how to put on a show with the the V Day they had last season. Yes. Um, moving on to 2019 and 2020 and everything. Like that, what can we see from OFL? Uh, so 2019 is is probably going to be more of the same. Um, we will keep the North Division. Um, Lewis and his team, uh, you know, I think they, I think they enjoyed being part of it, um, and they certainly, you know, they certainly uh, did themselves, uh, you know, did themselves proud up there. Um, some really good reports back um, from from the Northern teams. Um, so I think you know, be more of the same. Um, hopefully, we'll, we'll be able to attract more teams. Um, I mean, I. I I'll probably keep it to 30 teams, but, you know, if we get more, then, you know, I'll, uh, I'll work around it. I'm pretty, uh, I've got all my schedules pre, pre-made, if that makes sense, for like a certain amount of teams. So uh, I'll just have to, uh, I'll have to get out of my comfort zone because, you know, I'd, making a schedule is, is one of the hardest things about, <laughs> is about running the league. So, uh no, I think um, I think 2019. Hopefully, a bit better weather. Um, if it's looking pretty bad, I'm hoping to to try and find an indoor venue for finals day. Uh, I know there's one up in Coventry, uh, which is I don't know whether it'll be finished yet. I know it's there. They're in the process of building it. Is that right? That be the Alan Higgs Centre, I believe. That's the one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think they're still working on that one at the moment. Yeah, so I don't, you know, I don't know whether it will be ready for for finals day, but I'm hoping that um, you know we uh, we have a bit of a better summer autumn time. So we're not, uh, you know, finals day was a bit disappointing last year, to be honest, because because of the rain, uh, it you know it put a bit of a dampener on the day with people just wanting to leave. Um, you know, it was we still had a great day. You know, really fantastic final. Um, with the Wigan Bandits, you know, running the Cardiff Hurricanes to overtime um, after leading sort of, uh, I think they were leading about 20 nil or something at halftime. Um, so, yeah, it was, uh, it was, you know, it was a good day in the end. Wigan Bandits was sort of like a Cinderella story. But, yeah, if we have a bit better weather next, uh, or this year, then that would be ideal. So, and then, um, and then, two thousand and twenty is is going to be the big year. Uh, we're looking at uh, an all star weekend uh, earlier in earlier next year, where people enter as a player, um, and then we do a sort of a, a combine and a draft party in the evening, followed by a one day tournament, uh, which we're sort of you know we're hoping to get a fair bit of interest for. Um, and then, yeah, and then we're looking at, you know, next year, maybe sort of expanding into the summer uh, because at the minute with every, all these events going on, 
Uh, there's, you know, looking at the calendar for this year, there's so many tournaments abroad. Um, you've got the Jag Sevens. You've got, obviously, the Baffa League as well. Um, it's it's very, uh, what's the word? It's very congested and it leaves us a very minimum amount of weeks that we can actually operate in, uh, which is not ideal because, you know, um, I like my holidays in September, out of the school holidays while I can, while the kids are growing up. So I think I think we're going to look at moving it earlier in the year um, over, you know, over a longer period as well, instead of condensing it all to like eight weeks. Um, and then hosting a hosting a one-day tournament at the back end of the year, one in the north, one in the south. Um, so, but there's, there's still a few things I need to work up with the team. Uh, but yeah, that's, I mean, 2020 is going to be, is going to be the biggest year, I think for us. Um, it's just whether people, we get the interest because we're sort of moving into the, um, towards the Baffer season, really. Um, obviously the Baffer season starts sooner, but if we can sort of, if we can extend our, our time frame, then that kind of helps us as well. Um, certainly turning results around, stats, things like that. So yeah, it's um yeah, it's it's promising, uh, but we'll we'll see how see how this year goes. I mean, it's almost like flag football has expanded a massive way in the last couple of seasons. Like you said with all the European tournaments. Is that something the the gunslingers be looking at is like a European adventure as well? Uh I I I think we could probably get the interest. Um we've got, you know, we've got players who have played out there, Sophie Parsons and Nathan Coles who are are regulars at Big Bowl. Um, I think, you know, we've got a lot of players with sort of young families. Um, so it's, it's a toss-up, really, um, whether we go out there with a sort of a scratch team. But, I, I, you know, I'd like to see uh, the Gunslingers certainly um, give it a go in Europe. Um, you know, one of the sort of either Big Bowl or Pink Bowl, something like that. But, um, yeah, I'd... I mean, I'll, per- I'll personally love to, but, you know, it's um, the young family and everything will probably, I'll probably wait a couple of years before I uh, make my way out to, to Germany or, uh, or Holland. That's what, it's always a nice little family trip as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah and if, uh, if my wife liked uh, flag football, then that would be fantastic, but she's, uh, she's not a big fan. <laughs> All right, Jordan, thanks for the talk today and hope the season goes well for you. Thanks very much. You too. Well, that wraps it up for this show. I hope you enjoyed it. You can find us on Facebook at First and 15 Podcast. Please give us a like and a share. And if you've got anything you want to add to the show, please contact me.